Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica Five Cigar Company. Straight from the Honduran factory to your hands, the company was built by Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame and Cuban master blender Hamlet Peretti's. The entire cigar line is blended by Rob and Hamlet and is refined with feedback from a hand-selected tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can even jump on the FOH Forum right now and post reviews and comments. And you might even hear from Rob or Hamlet when you do. Rob has opened the discount floodgates and now exclusive to Lizard listeners, Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off the entire store. That's all five packs, all 25 count bundles, all 50 count bundles using promo code LIZARDPOD at Fabrica005.com. That's code LIZARDPOD, one word. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over $125 US. Again, use code LIZARDPOD for 10% off the entire Fabrica 5 store right now. That's Fabrica005.com. Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Puba, Senator Rooster, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your second formal invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a special edition New World Cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We'll also chat about a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair Dalmore's Cigar Malt Scotch with Davidoff's 2021 Chef's Edition. So this cigar is a wacky blend. It's a hybrid Ecuadorian wrapper, a Mexican binder, and a Dominican filler from four different regions which I thought was pretty wild. You said Mexican, Dominican, Ecuadorian, and rapper. Ecuadorian. Yeah. This is very much like our scotch pairing. Yeah. Wow. So it's a uh, 48 by seven inches. Um, it's a, it's a Churchill by Davidoff. So you guys know a little bit more about this cigar than I do. Rooster. I think you rooster knows the most. Yeah. You know the most on this. So what is the story with this? They work with chefs and so basic, basically this is the, uh, if you could call it the third edition of the chef's editions. There was the first one that I think came out about, I want to say like at least seven years ago, six to seven years ago. Then there was the edition number two, and this is the third chef's edition. This is a Churchill, so I think this is the longest 
chef's edition that they came out with. And this cigar was created with four different chefs. And out of the four chefs, three of them have Michelin stars. First chef is Juan Amador from Vienna. Second one is Norbert Niederkoffler from Italy. And then Masa Takayama, New oh, York City. I know Masa. And Jorge Vallejo mm. from Mexico City. The first of these three chefs have each earned three Michelin stars each. That's pretty incredible. Yes, it is. Yeah, so it's their, I guess their uh, palate is somehow involved in this and the input in the, in the blend of, these, of this particular cigar. And I think there were different chefs who were involved in the first and the second uh, chef's edition stick. So, so uh, on the cold draw, the, the smell, what are you guys getting? Honestly, not much. Maybe a hint of pepper. I don't know. I'm getting sushi, pasta, <laughs> tacos. Not much on the draw, the cold draw. It tastes, it tastes like cedar. Mm -hmm. Very woody. Maybe I agree. Not wrap. much on the cold draw, but yeah. if you smell the wrapper, the I mean, it's, it's got a sweet, chocolatey, well, you must delicious have a aroma. Different one than I have. You're not getting that? Oh, you must have the Camacho. Maybe. Got the Camacho. <laughs> All right, let's light it up. Boys. I, I'm not getting cardboard notes. <laughs> I don't have the Camacho. No hay. <laughs> Here we go. So I haven't had one of these. I know the rest of you guys have had one, right? Let the magic begin. Everybody else has had one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's very good wow. on the light. Wow. It's very, it's very, um, it's very, it's actually, I find it to be a uh, unique for Davidoff. Um, and ha having smoked one of these once before, um, I mean, right on the light, you get like vanilla and cedar. Definite vanilla. That's very good. It is good. And it moves around. It builds up. It'll build. I find, I mean, I've had this before, so I've got, I got pepper all the way through. I'm getting it right away. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. Do you feel it on the back of your tongue? Yes. 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 So that's where you feel the pepper. That's yeah. exactly right. So it's a very, uh, I think they call it a linear mm. cigar when you feel the, the, the spice on the back of the tongue. I feel like it's very well-rounded. Like it's, it's, it's smooth. It has a little spice, a little sweetness, but nothing's kind of trying too hard. The combustion is fantastic. Oh, it's great. And the packaging on this. Oh yeah. We, you know, we should talk about that a little bit. It's the ten, presentation's incredible. It's 10 sticks and you get a porcelain ashtray with a cover on top and the cover can be used as a tray or it's got like indentations for glasses and uh, two glasses and your cigar in the middle glasses cigars the, the, cutter. the presentation is outstanding it's like yeah it's the best presentation from davidoff in recent no doubt it's, it's outstanding something usable something you would really use i mean I, I think probably ever davidoff i feel like of any of the brands really loves to 
the the packaging plays such a big role. It, it's it's more than just the cigar, but usually a lot of the things that they give you with these sticks are not all that useful. But I was blown away just <laughs> opening that. It's That's like an true. experience just to yeah. unpackage these cigars. Yep. It really is. It, it's and, and it's this cigar, and I don't want to jump ahead. It's a wonderful cigar. I know you haven't smoked it, Gizmo, but it's wonderful. It's wonderful. You've had I, I mean, it, right? I'm enjoying it already. It's great. It, is everyone getting right off the bat Millennium like yeah. Davidoff flavors? Definitely. We're definitely. definitely we're going to the light. That's the we're first get to thing that. I thought of yeah. when I when I lit yeah. this cigar. I said, "Wow, this is like a Millennium." But I'm not sure who said it, but it's like a Millennium on steroids. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great way of putting yeah. it. Great so you're, it. you know, it, it, for those listening, you can find these cigars really anywhere that. Good Davidoffs are sold online in retail stores. And, uh, you know, to, uh, to your point about uh, the presentation, when these came in, it was like a 15, 20 pound box. Yeah. Well, the and porcelain ashtray. I was, uh, I was ashtray. shocked. And then, you know, it's when massive. you open it, what surprised me the most about it is Davidoff generally is a very expensive cigar. Mm-hmm. And this is what I think it probably ranges from about 30 to 45, depending on where you buy it. This was pretty reasonable, including the with the, everything got, that you get. I got like a discount and stuff. Uh, I, you know, I did like that. I enjoyed. MSRP is thirty nine. Yeah, so you know, anywhere you're going to find them, somewhere around that forty mark. But to get them in that ten pack with the ashtray for that price, that Gizmo sourced, come it's, on, it's, it's a gr- it's come a good, on, it's a good price. Home run for, with the presentation. It is home it's, run. It's very nice. To, to your <clears> point, you you really can find these anywhere. I first found this cigar. I was in Baltimore a couple months ago. I've actually never spent any time in Baltimore. It was my first time there. And I remember the photo. Baltimore. My, my condolences. Well, <laughs> I, I, I was going to go exactly there. I, I mean, in fairness to Baltimore, that city gets a bad rap because I was not excited about needing to be in Baltimore for business. But no offense to those listeners in Baltimore. No, no, no offense. And actually credit because the waterfront in Baltimore is incredibly beautiful. Yeah. We were staying at the Four Seasons there. I finally finished up everything I need to get done work wise. And I'm wondering if there's a cigar lounge somewhere nearby no exaggeration, about a three, four block walk from the hotel, there's a cigar shop. So I go in there to see what they have. They've got a bunch of Padrones. I was impressed. And then I saw some Davidoffs and I had picked up a couple sticks I was going to buy. And as soon as I get to the register to pay, I go, whoa, wait a minute. They had the chef's edition. They had just gotten it in. There was only one stick that was purchased at that point. The guy must have got it within the last couple of days. And I actually smoked the first one there. Um, obviously, we'll talk more about it, but just uh, a very impressive cigar. Mm. And it's got a lot of buzz, I feel like. I mean, as soon as I lit that up in that lounge, guys walking by noticed the stick and said, oh, is that the chef's edition? How is it? Everyone wants to try this cigar. Wow. So I think the dimension is impressive. It's a, it's a beautiful cigar. It's a beautiful cigar. Looks great in your hand, Puba. Nice oily wrapper. It's an wrapper. elegant stick, yeah. you know, all, all around. What's interesting, too, about this, uh, when I was reading about it today, you know, prepping for this is that I don't remember. I don't know if Davidoff usually does this. You know, Rooster may know better. Or you guys may know better. But they announced that there's a limited amount of boxes. So only 9,500 boxes of this are to be released. So I thought that was interesting given how pretty available it is. I didn't know that. That's not a lot of boxes for worldwide consumption. Nope. 9,500. No, not at all. I also have to say I was thrilled to see that they decided to make this in a Churchill because the only Davidoff Churchill I've had is the late hour. And I think of any sizes, the late hour comes in the the Churchill is by far for me, at least the best. 
I think Davidoff makes a hell of a Churchill. So I, I'm thrilled that they decided yep. to do this yep. for the chef's edition. That's yeah, a super, <clears throat> super, super decent super uh, smoke output. Yeah, great combustion. Very good. Burn. Great combustion. Mm -hmm. The draw is very, it's perfect. The draw is perfect. For me, it's a combination of peppery and creaminess. It's creamy. How do you do that? I don't know. Cedar, How do you pepper. do that? How do you do that? And there's vanilla in there. And then it gets bigger. Um, you know, I and get it's the, not it's not for the faint of heart. I get the vanilla and the aftertaste for me, not right on the on the draw, but on the aftertaste. Yeah, it, on it's the finish, cool. yeah. and it's uh, it, it's it, but it is not by any stretch of the imagination a mild cigar. This is not a the typical Davidoff oh, in my no. view. No way. Um, where it's you know medium. This is not to me a it's this is a medium full to full. I agree with that. Yeah. Completely agree with that. That's why for me, the flavors are millennium-like, but the millennium is at its strongest medium full. That's I don't right. think it ever gets truly full. Nope. Where the late hour Churchill, I think, actually gets full. Yep. And so to me, it was sort of a hybrid of the strength of the late hour, but the flavor profile of the millennium. Mm -hmm. It has, this cigar has a level of refinement that maybe the late hour doesn't where the late hour kind of hits you like a two by there. where it hits you a little bit like 100%. a two by four at some point during the during the the journey of that smoke. I'm talking specifically about the Churchill now, where it, it you know not that it's not refined, because um, it is. It's a sophisticated cigar, and it's unique and it's in in how it tastes. But this has this has a level of complexity I think that's worth the premium price. I think that is that 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 makes it a, a real standout. Mm. It's a real standout because mm -hmm. there's agree. a level of complexity here that's not in the in in the standard production Davidoffs. I agree. With for my first time smoking it, I think complexity is the perfect word. To me, this is a more complex millennium. If I were to sum it up in a short sentence, for mm -hmm. me, that's what I'm getting. And, and, and for for the listener, this is a group. That doesn't love Davidoff. I mean, like, does not love. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, we don't. <laughs> I love my millennium. We love, we love three two, sticks, two, two or sticks. three sticks. That's two, true. In the in the production. And that's it. I think the that's only it. sticks that universally the lizards enjoy are the millennium late and the late hour. And that's it. That's it. That's Everything it. else Davidoff makes, so, I don't see anyone here regularly smoking true. or raving about. So no, I think true. Kuba is exactly this right. Is true. We're true. We're we're not huge Davidoff fans, and the fact that's that we're true. all reacting so strongly to this cigar and saying that we love this. Yeah, because I, I just want. Yes, yeah, because I just want to put that out there for folks that it's not like this group loves is is a Davidoff fanboy club or not at all actually actually quite the opposite the ones we the ones that we just happen to like are the millennium in the late hour um not that the others by the way not that the others are are are, are bad they davidoff makes great cigars overall they make very good cigars but m many of them are, are are lighter bodied cigars that don't have the complexity, I think, for the palate of this group. And I, th I think their pricing strategy makes a lot of decisions for us. I mean, if you're going to spend 15, 20 bucks on a stick, it, you know, it's got to be really great when, you know, we're going to go for a Padron or we're going to go for a great Cuban. I think the way that they price their cigars, if I'm going to reach for a Davidoff and, and spend that money, it's got to be outstanding. Mm. 
right? This, this make, is. It's, this a, is. it's expensive sticks, and this is very, very good. There was thought put into this, and it's different. I do have to say that I have, you know, I'm kind of revisiting the Grand Cru series by Davidoff, and uh, especially the Grand Cru Toro. Really enjoyed that stick lately. Got a box of that. What size that. is it? Triple Toro. Double Toro? <laughs> <laughs> it's a quadruple Toro. There you go. Um, Bam's favorite size. It's funny because the Toro. My wife complains about that The Toro that in Millennium is an awful. <laughs> the Toro in Millennium is for some reason consistently awful. I agree. It, it, it doesn't even burn well. No. No. I, I, that's my biggest frustration is just the construction of the Millennium Toro <laughs> is, is off. Something's not right. Something's not right. Yeah. Because it wasn't even You're not the even ones getting... that you got for Christmas at the club that will remain, mm-hmm. remain nameless that we, that we uh, frequent. Somewhere it, in Georgia. Somewhere in Georgia. Um, <laughs> but it's even if you buy, buy singles or a buy, I mean, it, the, the, every one that I've ever had, um, there's something about them. They just don't burn properly. Agree. Um, and yeah. because of that, I feel like the way it delivers the flavor, it's got a harshness to it. They almost feel in the back of your throat where yep. when you have the pyramid version of that, it's smooth, yeah. it's refined. It's, it's what you'd expect in a Davidoff. And the Robusto and the Petite Corona Agree. Mm-hmm. are also Agree. great yeah. in, in Millennium. Yeah. And the Robusto in, 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 in Late Hour, the Late Hour Robusto <laughs> is a great cigar. Agreed. A really, really great cigar. Well, let's ask Bam about the uh, the Toro Millennium. Since oh. You're the expert on the Millenniums. I don't know if I'm an expert, but what's unusual? You won't get the flavor notes in the in the Toro that you get in the Pyramid. I mean, it's unusual. I agree with that because to That's your just point, so weird. To it's your, the same blend. It is. Yeah. It doesn't burn the same way. No, because the ratio is different, right? You're right. getting less of the wrapper with the Toro and more of the tobacco inside, and it, it just changes it up. But yeah. to, to Bam's exact point, the only millennium I ever had for a while was the Toro. And I, I didn't like it at all. I, ne- I, I categorically didn't want to smoke the millennium series. And it was Bam who said to me, have you ever had the pyramid? And I said, no, how different can it be? So I'm telling mm-hmm. you, you got to try the pyramid. And ever since I lit one of those up, now it's part of my regular rotation. I always have a few boxes of uh, pyramid. And also the petite Corona, I think, is a fantastic size. Yeah. It's just so expensive. Oh, yeah. Th- thank but you. But it's so good. But it's so uh, good, honestly, though. That, that's my one frustration. It's G- the money. Gizmo and I were talking about this lately. It's almost all the, flavor. The Millennium awesome. Petite Corona is excellent, but at the so price good. point is ridiculous. <laughs> Unless you, you'll, you'll, pay, it on that you'll pay $14 spike. at some retailers <laughs> for that stick. I, I may as well buy an Exclusivo and just smoke half of it and throw the rest throw out. Yeah. just feels like a better value. That's a or El Jefe. El Jefe. I know. But when, <laughs> you, do, when you smoke one, though, man, they are good. They are, I mean, it's a really I satisfying agree. cigar, quick cigar. You feel like you beat the system. You go, wow, that's a, that was really a good short smoke. Maybe one of the better short smokes around. Mm. They're just, it's hard to, it's painful to buy. <laughs> it's, it's painful to buy a full box. Yep. <laughs> You so the, the Davidoff story is interesting. I was looking into it a little bit. Obviously, they, I think they're one of the rare brands that, that had a very successful existence in Cuba, left Cuba, and then almost 10 years later started the Dominican heavy version of, of Davidoff and, and created a really luxury cigar brand. 
you know. Very sought after the, uh, you know, the pre-embargo Davidoffs, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Rooster very, has them all in his uh, very tower. Very special yeah, sticks, I wish. <laughs> Won't ever share. I sure wish. One day. Yeah, all Cuban uh, Davidoffs were dis, uh, discontinued in 91. Well, he, but Zeno Davidoff burned like uh, a huge, he, he was, I don't have, I'm not an expert on the brand history of Davidoff. I'm not going to pretend to be, but I know that he did set fire to um, a significant amount of cigars in the thousands oh. um, because he was so frustrated with the, I think with the quality of what was coming out of Cuba and um, uh, at that time. And I, I can't, I don't, you'd have to Google that. I'm not going to, I'm not a cigar historian, but I know that he, he, uh, it was a big deal. He like did it publicly. And uh, certainly the, the Cuban government wasn't big on that. He moved on, um, moved his business on. And then I want to say they went to, I, I could be wrong. Someone's got to Google this. We need a producer person to Google something, but I want to say they went to, I don't think they went to Nick to the Dominican Republic first. I want to say they went to Nicaragua and then got hustled out. Was it Honduras? The only thing that or I'm seeing or Honduras or something. I mean, they didn't wind up in the DR right out of the gate. They, they were, they had to jump around a little bit, just like Padron had to, but I'm seeing here. So I have a, I took some pictures of the Minron book today before I came. And what it says is that all, all Cuban Davidoffs were discontinued in 91. According to a mutual agreement, neither Davidoff nor Cuba Tobacco, who that's the predecessor to Habana S.A., could offer any Cuban Davidoff for sale after the last day of 1982. Dominican Davidoff started to appear in the market in November 1990. So I guess there okay. was some an eight-year swing, right. which is probably where he was trying to figure out how to restart the business. Right. Uh, yeah. But it's, you know, it's interesting that not only did they, I, I don't know if it was a mutual parting of ways, but they parted ways and he, he left with the brand. Yeah. You know, most of the other ones, he, they just kicked the families mm -hmm. out and took them over. Well, yeah, they, well, they just said, we're going to, you know, you can stay here and you can work. You know, the other makers let families who own those businesses fled which is why the you know going back to the whole subject of how if the embargo was ever lifted it would be problematic from a trademark perspective here in the Definitely. u.s you know how do you sell cuban monte cristos and 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 nicaraguan monte cristos in the same store they would have to open up basically la casa de habanos uh, retail outlets separate, but it would start all kinds of lawsuits. Yeah, that would be very challenging once the Cuban market opens up and we start getting Cuban cigars in the U.S. I mean, it would be yeah, two different Cohibas. Right, right. That's it. Would be a mess. Very odd. Yeah. That's why it's never as many as much as they say. Oh, we're gonna the embargo is gonna be lifted. Like no one wants the embargo lifted. The embargo wouldn't do anything except there'd be a mad rush on supply, 
for Cuban cigars here in the States, and there'd be all kinds of lawsuits and prices would skyrocket. It's the worst thing that could ever happen to, to Cuban cigars. For the Cuban cigar smoker here in the U.S., it would be a mess. Prices would be through the roof, lawsuits, supply, and a run on supply. Supply would be horrible, yeah. I mean, there already is right now just because of COVID and everything else going on. So let's, um, let's dive into this scotch. So Senator picked up this Dalmore uh, single malt. Dalmore cigar malt. So, cigar so basically, malt. I, I figured if we're having the chef's edition, which is supposed to be a full-bodied cigar, almost like a really nice meal, you've got to pair it with something nice. So the only single malt I know of that is designed to be smoked with a cigar is this Dalmore uh, cigar malt was apparently discontinued in 2009. They then started using older single malt to make it, which increased the price significantly. It's a really bizarre, I, I'm actually really glad that Gizmo walked us through the chef's edition, how it's this mix of everything. I mean, Mexico, Honduras, the Ecuador, Domin- Ecuador. Yeah. And, and this scotch, 70% of it is aged in Oloroso sherry casks. The remaining 30% is in ex-American bourbon barrels and uh, Cabernet barrels, which is right. really bizarre. I've never yep. seen that in a scotch before. Right. So it should be, should be interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Beautiful Cheer- color. Cheers, Beautiful. boys. Cheers. 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 Oh very boy. Good. Oh wow. boy. That's delicious. <laughs> I can see some smiles on a lot of faces. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. That's different. That's good. It's very smooth. No, oh, yeah. uh, no, no, no ice permitted. Is it a lot like the Kirkland scotch? Mm, no. no. Not even close. <laughs> no. We're all drinking this neat, and this is one of the smoothest scotches very I've smooth. ever had. Wow. It's quite good. Yeah. Wow. And it, you know, wonderfully pairs with the chef's edition. It does. It's great. I don't know why I expected the, the cigar malt scotch to be like, eh? Like, well, that because, was my expectation. Yeah, when you hear about a scotch that's made for cigars, you kind of question it, right? Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> but this is legit. And it's, it's, legit. A, it's not cheap. How much, how much was it, Senator? It's like, it's one ninety a bottle. Wow. So... I wish you didn't say that they put it in a Cabernet bottle or in a Cabernet barrel. Because you would have picked that up? No. I don't know (laughs) if I would have, but I don't know if I would have or not. I don't think I would have either. But I feel like you can, there's a sweetness. Maybe that's from the bourbon barrel, Mm. but there's a sweetness to it that's, um, but it's like not, but it's balanced. It's not very. It's not where you, it's not sweet, sweet, but there's just a hint of sweetness there. That boy is nice. I agree. There's an interesting and, and tell me if I'm crazy. I'm, I'm trying not to a, get a note here, but I'm not uh, it's a connoisseur. Unusual. I'm not a connoisseur, but like on the nose, it's it's very different what I would expect when I taste it. Yes. it there's a disconnect there Agreed. for me. Not in a bad way. It's just no, surprising. No. Well, it, smell, mean, it smells I'm, like scotch. It's just I'm, when you I'm, taste it, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it just fucking smells like scotch. But when you taste it, yeah, it gives pipe down. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it didn't smell like scotch. It's really good. 
for me on the nose, you get like dried fruit, yep. some cinnamon, but when you actually sip it, it there's this sweetness that you don't, I, I didn't Are you expect. getting a maple? Maple? A little, yeah, yeah. almost like a, a, a maple. I was hesitating in um, saying that, but I'm I getting maple. And I actually think that when you sip it, you can actually get this strange wine-like taste. That's I don't what disagree. It is. That's really I, what I, it is. I, I, honestly, that's what I was saying. That's exactly where I was going. I'm like, I wish you wouldn't have told me about this Cabernet bar because like, I'm biased, but it's there. It is. I, I mean, it's no joke there. It tastes a little bit. It's different. and that, Like the, there's a wine taste to the it. The difference yeah. is in that cask. That's what's creating that that. And what's experience. crazy is from what I've read, everyone is trying to, the only thing that they publicly release is that 70% of it has been in a sherry cask. They don't tell you the breakdown, but most people have said that they think 10% is in that cab cask. Mm. And it's amazing for only 10% of what's in that bottle to come out of a, a Cabernet barrel. But you actually get it on the finish. Yep. It's yeah. very complex. Yeah, because if you, if you, the Balvini, right? I'm going with a chip, putting a chip in. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Just to open it up, get a different note. Yeah. Um, that's aged in sherry casks. Yeah. So that depending on which one you get. Well, well, it's similar to this in that. So the, the 12 double wood is half sherry, half American oak. But you don't get that, you don't get that note. You don't get that fruit. There's like a that fruit forward right. note that's in in the in in that. You don't. Are you getting any you notes don't. of bitter citrus, toffee, custard? Toffee, toffee getting, I can yeah. get. Yeah, caramel. A little na- a maple, a bit of maple for me. Buttery mouthfeel. Buttery, totally. yes, definitely, definitely buttery, that. buttery, definitely. Yeah. Toffee, maple. That's all. That yeah, all it's works. Super awesome, dude. This is super delicious. It's scotch. excellent. It's excellent. It's super and those delicious. are all the notes that I'm getting from my Brooklyn Lager non-alcoholic. From your phone. Yeah, it's so super I, delicious. I don't. I'm not a wine guy. I'm not a wine connoisseur like you guys are. Do you guys enjoy wine with cigars? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like what? I enjoy wine. Like uh, honestly, in so the shower. You'll- <laughs> 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 I'm joking, but I mean, yeah, of course. No, I mean, um, so v- very bizarre that you say that because this will sound strange. I actually first started smoking cigars. For years, primarily drinking wine with cigars more than scotch. Now I drink scotch more with cigars than I do wine. But no exaggeration, when I was out of college, I was living in D.C. And every Sunday, my roommate and I would grill steaks. We'd sit up on our rooftop and I'd have a bottle of wine, a big cigar, a nice steak. And just for me, wine actually pairs fantastically with cigars because you know, c- cigars, especially the kind of cigars that we smoke, even when I first started smoking cigars, I wasn't smoking Connecticut shade cigar. I-, I-, I liked fuller flavor. They were shitty cigars now for what I smoke, but they were full flavor. So that can withstand, that holds up against a really rich cab. It holds up against a bold scotch. Mm. So I-, I think it pairs fantastically with a cigar. Yeah. And, and what like kind of one. wine are we talking? Like, what, what do you go for? Is it a dark red? What do you... For, for me, yeah, it's a full-bodied red. Yeah, I, I Cabernet. Mean, a cab would definitely be the preference or a red blend that's got some really nice complexity mm-hmm. to it. Like a Bordeaux-style blend. So we're all about a third of the way through this cigar. What are we, uh, 
what are you what are you feeling right now so it's it's one crazy. act so far right yeah a lot of creamy notes agree cedar um still still getting i think initially i got like more pepper than i'm getting now i agree i i feel like it's actually gotten a little sweeter as i'm smoking right. further along that could be from the scotch you just drank I got that though, even before the scotch. Yeah. It was after like the first inch of ash. It's I a started little to pick less peppery. Up. Yeah, it's a really, it's really nice. It's a, it's, it's elegant. A, it's elegant. It's a special occasion cigar. It's if if somehow <clears throat> you could smoke one of these in the same spot that you'd smoke maybe a late hour Churchill after a long at the at, you know when, where that fits into an evening. Um, where a really nice Churchill fits into an evening. Unfortunately, due to the price point and the availability and yeah. everything else, it doesn't fit like that. But I think that this is a cigar for after a meal, after a really great meal. It's what it's designed to do. You yeah. know, it it's got it, it it's complex. It delivers. It's got power. Yes, and. Um, uh, there's no bitterness whatsoever. None. It, it's uh, the burn and the draw is very, it's just very, it's very good. And no citrus in this either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when we get to rating this, Bam's it's giving it a two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, no, it's not one of these. It's not one of the fruity cigars like Bam would, likes. Could but, you con- would you consider this a one and done cigar for the evening? Is it, does it have a caliber of cigar where you have your dinner, you have your cigar and you go home? No. No. Yeah, but this is the wrong group to ask that well, question to. Most, yeah, that's true. It's true. Most of I mean, society it could, it could, it doesn't could, sit down and do seven cigars. Could, could, it, could, it be, could it be the last cigar of the evening? Certainly. Yeah. You know, uh, it a, is an after-dinner cigar. Yeah, yeah no definitely. doubt about it. I would not want this on an, on an empty stomach. No. No. You know, I, I'm, you know what I'm thinking about, too? Like, we talked about presentation, <laughs> 10 cigars, the way, it, like, the way it shows up at your door. This is a great gift for a cigar smoker like oh, around the holidays absolutely you know you, your boss somebody you work with you know a friend that smokes cigars a family like this is a perfect presentation for the holiday it's super duper yeah, like I'd, I'd be thrilled if somebody gave me a box of these for, for but at Christmas. a dinner party if you pulled out that ashtray full of ten of these beautiful sticks Amazing. it's impressive yeah. the thing that's pleasing to me about it is that it delivers A lot of these Davidoff releases, quite frankly, aren't that good. Mm. A lot of them mm. aren't are, are, are overpriced, and and not and don't deliver like this does. Uh, so when you throw in the combination of of the presentation, which is I think it's unanimous, um, even based on other reviews that I've read online about the cigar after smoking the first one. The, when I saw that, when I received that ashtray and the and the cigar tray that comes with it, it's fantastic. I was a little it, giddy when I got it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, this is really it's nice. Awesome. And then, so it wasn't that it, that was just really nice. Then you smoke the cigar and you go, this is really, really, really nice. Yep. So I think when you put those all those things together, um, it's a really nice package. It's and 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 you actually feel like you, it delivered on value um, when other, when with some of these other releases like the year, like the year of the ox and 
some of these other, that big, huge ring gauge cigar that came out last year. Um, and some of these other releases and even some of the, the other quote unquote hyped up marketing cigars like the Royal and some of this other stuff, they don't live up to the price tag. And this, this does. Yeah. This delivers. This is worth its value. It delivers on price, on the experience, the presentation, which for me is a, is a, is a pleasant surprise for for what Davidoff has done in the past, which some of these releases have not been, have not blown my hair back. This kind of did. Here's a question. And, that, and I'm, are, am I wrong or did I, am I, are you guys, I'm pleased Absolutely. with it. Absolutely. I'm right behind you, 100% with you. Here's a question. Would any of you put this ahead of the late hour, Churchill? I think it depends on what you're looking for at, at any given moment. Like I think I, it's more refined, a little bit more uh, I think smooth, so too. It's smoother than I, the late hour. I think so too. Late hour has like this, I don't know if you're, you know, lack of a better word, like a little edginess to There's it. There's a bite. Agree with that. There's yeah, a bite yeah, to it. And yes. this is like very complex, Absolutely. very smooth. So now with all that so, said, would you put it ahead the late hour? Yeah. So to, to me, it's a very easy answer. A- absolutely. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. I would put this ahead of the millennium. Thank you. To me. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. This is as good of a Davidoff as, as I've, I've ever, ever had. had. Ever. Right. Agreed. I mean, it, it's Agreed. almost no contest. Agreed. And yeah. then the question is just where do you rank, rank after it. that, the yeah. millennium or the late hour? Yeah. But yeah. Again, this, this is, is also a limited production. Well, that's what I'm a saying. late hour, you're going to get that. It's a standard You'll production have it all cigar. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Millennium is a standard production. So this is a special stick. It's here and gone. This I mean, is true. You know, so... My feelings about the late hour, it's just that really holds a special place in my heart. Like... When you're a, you know, a few scotches deep, a few cigars deep, that really just, to me, it just buttons up the night. You know, and I think about how many times we've all smoked those outside around a fire, you know, whatever it may be. Like, it's, it's just a great cigar. So I guess I just attach my memory to that. <clears throat> you know, I, you know? I agree with that. And I actually think it's one of the best cigars that, to pair with scotch. And it's not a coincidence that, obviously, that the, the late hour is aged. The tobacco is actually aged in ex-single malt barrels. So they're trying to impart some of that flavor. But just when you pair that with a Macallan, I mean, it's incredible in a way that obviously you'll enjoy a Millennium with a Scotch. But for me, the late hour is the perfect cigar certainly to is. pair with a, a single malt. And this I, I would put right up there with that. Yeah. I, this, this, yes. And uh, not, to, not to go on and on, but yes, this is, be- this is a better cigar. It's a, it's a, more, it's a more complex cigar. It, and it's delivering and it's delivering in the power department. Oh yeah. It's but but in a good way. It's mm-hmm. a flavor bomb. In a good way. Yes. It's it's a full a lot of flavor. It's full. And and it's full. Um and it's good. You know, uh, it's there's no doubt about it. Um it's a relaxing cigar. You feel good about it. What are your thoughts, Kiss? I, I think it's fantastic. I think it's very elegant. I, I'm like your point. I'm very relaxed. I think it's pairing well with the scotch. I, I want more is, of them. This is a slam honest. dunk. I, I mean, agree. I and I, I think the biggest I thing. Fucking, I want fucking more of these. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think the biggest thing, you know, I, I, I'm critical of Davidoff because price point does matter, right? We can pretend it doesn't, but oh, it no does. one wants to feel like they're. <laughs> paying and not getting the same value in return. And with so many Davidoffs, I feel like that's the case. You're spending a lot of money for a stick 
and you're not getting back nearly what you paid for. And this is one of the few cigars, and I'm, I'm saying this to anyone out there who is skeptical of spending $35, $40 on a stick. This is one of the few Davidoffs that is special enough that I actually think warrants that price tag for the limited release because there are a lot of limited release cigars they, they put out that are 40 a stick that I've bought. And I sit there and say, there's no way I would ever pay this again for, for that. No stick. way. Right. No way. The, so, absolutely. There's stuff that I've, you know, you, that we've, that we've picked up as singles that are limited <laughs> releases, picked up multiple singles and said, this, no way, no way. This is not a $40 cigar. Yep. This is. Agreed. So what do they do? Every year they do a, a year of the ox, year of the rabbit on the Chinese calendar, Monkey. right? And then they also do, do they do one LE a year or multiple? One. They do one LE with the, with the, the year on it, right? What? So it's a 2021 yeah. LE? Yeah. yeah. So where would you put, given your, I haven't smoked mo- most of those. Neither have I. Um, so I know that you guys have. I don't yeah. know if, if Puba has, but we have. This you is guys better. have. This is definitely better. Where would the- you rank those, though? Would you say the LEs are generally better? The, the year of those are, are, are better? It depends on the year. You know, the last one was the year of the ox, which came in like a 50 ring gauge and a 60 ring gauge. I didn't have the 50. I had the 60 ring gauge. That's a big cigar. It was, it was a good cigar, but not quite like this. Wasn't as complex. <laughs> yeah, not even and, close. And, and yeah. not deserving of its price point, if we're right. being honest. I mean, I'm sorry. That year of the ox, I, I had that cigar. I had a couple of those. It, it, the smoke output is tremendous. I, I enjoyed sitting back and just being a chimney for an evening. But <laughs> for four, I think that cigar was $45 I spent on it. It's well, not worth $45. No, I'm sorry. No, it's no. beautiful. It's, it's much it, better. No, and the it's box, not. Yes. And, but it, this is, it's, you're right. And, and th- this is like, to me, I feel like this Chef's Edition Churchill is a cigar that is meant to be smoked with others. It's meant to be smoked together. It's, it's meant to be shared together. Mm. It makes you, it's not something that I would smoke by myself on my deck or, or in a lounge by myself. This is a celebratory stick. It's a commu- it's, it really, it feels that way. It delivers in that way. It, it looks it, that it way. It looks that way. It's very, it, it tastes, it's, this is a celebratory cigar. This is a cigar that you sit down, everybody lights one up, and you have it together, and um, what more can you ask for out of a stick? I, I, I think that that's as much as you can ask for. If we were to go up to that hotel and all the uh, where uh, you know, the, or go the, the, where where wherever, and go go away and sit around a fire, or like we're doing tonight, this is the type of cigar. Hey, let's all light one up. Totally agree. Now, let's, let me ask you a question. Let's say you're sitting with a group that there's some guys there that don't smoke cigars like, you, like we do. or <laughs> like, would, you, would you share this with no, an amateur those smoker? Are frustrating. Those no are frustrating moments, way. by the way. Yeah. Never. Are. You have sticks for them. <laughs> That's in the guest humidor. The problem is. <laughs> it's called Camacho. They see you're smoking something else. Yeah. Yeah. And they get bent out of shape and I, eventually end up giving them one. And they don't understand it. They smoke too quickly. I notice guys going through cigars very, very quickly. Now, I'm a fast smoker, but I, I take my time, I think. 
we, we would disagree with I that. I know you do. You blow through cigars. <laughs> but I make love to a cigar. <laughs> I make love to this cigar. I take my time. To everything. You're putting the ball on the tee right now for, for Puba. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> the ball is hit it out of your heart. You just put the ball on the tee. All right, to, Puba, to, go. Bases you'd, loaded. You'd make love to a catcher's mitt. <laughs> In high school, I have. Isn't that called oh, conditioning man. the mitt? Yeah. <laughs> he, could, he could do some, a small-scale production batch of... of uh, of, of mitt of conditioning. Raw, rolling mitts. <laughs> Put me on the end of the conveyor belt. That's oh right. That's right. Well, I think we can all agree. This is, uh, it I, is I will, nice. I will say, though, so I hear a lot of guys, we, we've talked about this, and I, I hear some guys say, oh, you know, well, you've got cigars for those kind of guys that you give out. And I have to say, first of all, I, I have a hard time wanting to stock, like, shit I don't like to smoke. Right. What's in my human or every single thing in there I would smoke. And what I will say is, obviously I have plenty of friends who don't know anything about cigars, but they're interested, right? They'll occasionally smoke a cigar. What I do love, would I give this as the first cigar to someone who's a novice? No way, exactly. It's a very strong cigar. But what I will say is, you know, I, I have a few friends that I've had come by the last this past year who don't smoke very often and i've given padrones that they've really really enjoyed and they're just ripping through these cigars i mean these are guys who smoke like one cigar and that's it they're they're done for the day and they're ripping through these padrones and i'm sitting there saying holy shit they're (laughs) like this whole box is about to like be gone so i'm pulling out something that i don't necessarily reach for all the time and i'm like you know they'll probably enjoy them and what's amazing when you introduce people, and just like us, when you introduce them to good cigars, I'll never forget. After I, I had a whole box of Padrones out, everyone's smoking exclusivos, loving these. Can I have another? Can I have another? And I pulled out a box of Oliva Milanios. Uh-oh. And literally, I had one of my friends say to me, he goes, this is not as good as the other cigars you were giving us. What is this? And <laughs> I, I was sitting there That's saying. That's great. He's only had these this day, and he's instantly picked up on the difference between a Padron and an Oliva. They're very different. They're not in the same category or class any day of the week. So I do think people's ability, their their palate's ability to learn and adjust happens pretty quickly. Oh, it certainly does. Remember when you gave me my first Exclusivo at the lounge, how quickly my palate changed. I literally went downstairs returned everything I had purchased 10 minutes before and bought all Padrones. It's true. I, I'll never forget. Giz you know? literally looks at me and said, thank you so much. This is incredible. And he goes, the problem is everything I just bought downstairs, I don't want after having a cigar. <laughs> and I said, don't worry about it. Just go down and tell me you want to exchange it all. And he literally did that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's what ends up happening with the Cuban vortex. You know, you, 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 once you, you know, you smoke a D4, then you end up you smoke them and you smoke a Monte Cristo number two and a good one if you can have if you find a good one, and you end up going down and saying, "My God, who 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 could believe that that this world is is wide open?" And that opens up a whole new world to um, the best. In my opinion, the best of the best. I mean, there's there, there's Padron, there's Davidoff, and there's there's Habanos SA and everything else. Um, it's hard to top that, 
I mean, if know. only Grinder were here, he would add Placencia, but. <laughs> I would say that, you know, for a, for a novice to give this cigar would, you know. It's too much. It doesn't make sense. I it mean, doesn't you make really sense. want to go through the Davidoff line. You start off with the, with the 1000 series, the 2000 series, and then move up to the Grand Cru, then the Millennium, and then the Special Edition. This yeah. is a full-flavored cigar. It's a big cigar. Yeah, but I would also argue if you, if you have friends like mine that have gotten hooked on Padrones, you'd start them at a Millennium. Oh, yeah. And then, honestly, this next, because a late hour, I think, I think Rooster was very accurate when he said there's an edginess to the late hour, which if you're... If, you're, if you smoke a lot of cigars and you like full flavor, you, you want that edge sometimes. But for a novice cigar smoker, that's going to be a, that's going to be a big leap. Yep. Yeah. But I feel like this is right in between a millennium and a late hour. Yep. Yeah. It's more complex. It's, 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 it's full-bodied, but it's, um, it has a complexity that neither the millennium or the late hour has that is, that is unique all into itself. Right. It's like no other Davidoff. I, I, that, 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 that I've had um, and, um, and kudos to, to the folks who, who blended this. This isn't, this is a, it's, it's, it's really, it's a special occasion cigar. Um, and I want more of them. I may wind up with three ceramic ashtrays. <laughs> 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 because they are good. I mean, they're really good. Not one touch up. Yeah. Yep. Not one right. in the whole room. Touch up in the whole room. In the whole room. Not one time. If you, exactly you, right. you haven't heard one click. It's a great post Thanksgiving meal cigar. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Crisp autumn day. Oh fuck, man. Oh yeah. man. They did a good job. And I just love a Churchill. Same you know, here. When you get right? a great Churchill, there's nothing better. Than a great Churchill. I'm so glad you said that. I, I've said this a thousand times. The late hour Churchill in your hand, just <clears> like <throat> this cigar, nothing feels better to smoke. Just in your hand. It's the perfect ring gauge. The smoke output is still great. You can just smoke this for, you know, you can watch a football game. You can spend a lot of time doing something and just enjoy that cigar. I, I mean, oh, the Churchill fantastic. is a legendary. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it is. And it's... It's power. You you feel powerful. Just the way you can hold it, you can hold it with four fingers. You feel powerful. It feels good. It, it lighting a Churchill's and cigars are about time. Time spent beautifully. Time beautifully filled. That's, that's what it Davidoff's is. Davidoff's. Is that Davidoff's, beautifully filled? Right, Davidoff's that's right. tagline. Yeah, right. Time, time beautifully filled. filled. Right. But, but so when you light a Churchill too, you're also in a mindset. You're in a mindset of you sit down and you're saying, this is an this is a time investment. Yeah. And and so you're also, you know, there's a mindset to, to lighting a Churchill because you, you you've you've got the time. You've got the you've 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 thought about it, planned it, or it just happened to fall upon you, but regardless, you're there. And you know when you when you know when you light it up that you're in the zone. And I think that plays into it. You know, you light up a Robusto, you know, you're, you could be, you know, driving somewhere. You could be, you know, Hey, I got, I got, I got 40 minutes. I'm going to, I'm going to get a smoke in. Um, you're in the zone and you're ready 
you're, you're prepared for the delivery of it too. So I think the mindset that you're in when you smoke one plays into it. it, it it's important. And uh, I'm ready. When you light one of these up, it's a shape like this. You're ready. You're, you're saying to yourself, I'm all in. And I think that goes to the point about price too. Like, you know, somebody asked, my brother actually asked me the other day, so why the hell would you spend 35, 40 bucks on a cigar? And to me, it's like, all right, if I can get 90 minutes or two hours even, if I'm smoking slowly, of just absolute relaxation and enjoyment, where else can you get that kind of time for 30 or 40 bucks? Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Great and, point. and you think about it, I've had. Well, guys I don't know. I don't know. Ask around. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. There's a, there's, there's not, a, not for forty dollars. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll tell you. <laughs> Unless you're getting a foot massage. <laughs> Depends on the company. <laughs> but but Gizmo, to your point, I mean, I've I've had friends of mine who are uh, they would call themselves novice cigar smokers, and they would say, oh, you know, if I would normally spend ten fifteen dollars on a cigar, I'm not going to spend much more than that. And they're buying Robustos. You think of a Churchill. I mean, it's basically almost two Robustos. Yeah. And a, a late hour, for instance, is $25. Yeah. It's actually a phenomenal value for yeah, that stick. Yep. Even this at 30-something bucks, it's two Robustos. Right. It's well worth it. Right. So you're it's saying well they could cut it in half and smoke the other half later? Well, Gizmo already yeah, cut it I knew that was half. coming. What? I knew that was coming. What? No. No, Gizmo. Say no, it ain't If we so. were on a desert island, we'd no, cut them in half. He's sure. criticizing how I used to cut my cigars before I got yeah, my new cutter. you practically cut them in used half. To. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> used to. Used <laughs> to. Education I'm a, never ends. I'm going to go smoke outside. <laughs> Do you guys want to give it uh, the, the formal lizard rating? You guys ready? Yep. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, what do you got? Well, I'll have to round up and give it a nine. All right. Got a nine. I am also going to give it a nine. I'm in the exact same camp. Easily a nine. For me, it's a ten. Oh, Rooster. Awesome. High praise. Yeah. I love that. Nine. Now, I put a Millennium at nine as well. Okay. So it's, and it's a much different cigar for me, but I get a different type of appreciation for this cigar than I would at Millennium, but I happen to love both. So for me, from the point of view of the love of the cigar, that's a nine for me. The official lizard score across all of us is a 9.2. That's, that's um, very that's high praise. Very, very high praise. Very strong very. recommend. On oh, that. yeah. And, you know, I, I respect, I respect uh, Rooster's 10 because out of everybody here, he certainly is smoking... Currently smoking the most Davidoffs. Yeah. You know, well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm giving it a 10, not just for the cigar. Yes, for the cigar, but also the packaging and everything else that, that is part of it. And the name of the scotch again? Dalmore. It's the Dalmore Cigar Malt. Yeah. Very good. Very good. It's a perfect pairing. Dalmore, it really is. With Dal, this stick. Dalmore, Dalmore nice. Cigar, I'm glad to cigar hear Malt. I'm glad to hear it because it was a risk. So the irony, yeah. I've only had... I, how many guys have had Dalmore? Remember we talked about it. We did. Right? How many guys have had never. Dalmore before? Never. 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 You never. had any Dalmore? All right. So I'm the only one that's tried Dalmore. And I've always looked at this bottle. And Rooster and I were just talking about this the other night. I mean, to have designed a scotch with the intent to smoke it with a cigar. I've been curious. And I thought maybe it's just a marketing gimmick. And I said, you know what? What a better time to try it than now. We right. might as well. Yeah. Very thoughtful, Senator. Chef's Edition 2021, boys. 
Fantastic. All right, we'll see you next time. Keep smoking. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, loungelizardspod, P-O-D, loungelizardspod at gmail.com. I really appreciate your time, and uh, we'll see you next week.